Is this going to be the beginning of the podcast? Yeah, this is the beginning of the podcast. You're listening to it right now. Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! Welcome to the show, everybody. We have a very special guest. You know him, you love him. Well, you might not know him, but we <laughs> you should know him. Rowdy Fingers, formerly known as Raz Nasty, on the pod, fresh uh, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. He's actually there right now. We're doing our um, we're doing a remote call, and uh, oh yeah, and as always, my co-host Dave. Of course, I almost forgot. What up? Um, he's here too, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, but Raz, <laughs> I mean, Rowdy, I mean, See, what do we, what do we call you, man? Man, it's a, it's been a big debate around town nowadays, you know, but, uh, it's like Raz is my, my real name, you know, and Rowdy is my stage name. So, oh, whatever, okay. man, it's ours all the way down. Bro, yeah. yeah. You know? I'm just going to keep, anything is fine. I messaged Raz a couple weeks ago to let him know that I had transitioned his contact info on my phone to Rowdy. Out of respect, <laughs> but we still discuss him as Raz. Um, yeah, I mean, have, has anyone requested an appearance from Raz lately, or is is it all is it all rowdy? Uh, there was a thought of doing a Raz like a retirement show. What? Where, uh, Damn. But I don't know. Uh, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna do it. I I kind of think I'm, retirement I'm shows are are a gimmick. Didn't didn't Woozy do like six <laughs> yeah. retirement shows? Shout out Woozy. He was on the show. Uh, I'm sure that Woozy did some retirement, yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, he's still out there know. fucking dropping dropping music. He's getting it, man. He's always been getting after it. Well, don't you think that there's like a simply uh, a variety of personas that you have in your repertoire now? Like, I feel like y- you could still do a Raz verse. You know, I could hit you up and be like, "Yo, let's do a, a song," and and you polish off the bars, and and that's still Raz. And then when you're doing your guitar thing, maybe maybe you should give the listeners. A background because it's been a while since you've been on here and maybe talk about maybe your background how we got to know each other the raz and then transition over to rowdy yeah why don't you just go ahead yeah. and do all the work for us real quick that i, <sighs> <laughs> Dude, I do actually have uh, i had a thought yesterday about uh our our beginnings together kind of knowing you guys uh, i remember when i first came to your house to record a verse you just hit me out of the blue because we knew each other through andy miller and you guys were recording that uh what fucking music video was that? The uh, circus, uh, the circus song. Oh yeah, greatest show on earth. Remember, I, yeah, with I mean, with Vince and Dick. And I was like, these guys are nuts. <laughs> crazy cool Ooh, oh, guys are nuts. What you know? They're touching butts and they're playing with toys and stuff, making music videos with boys and stuff. Uh. I remember we <laughs> was in the dining room filming some weird shit with uh, a couple Christians. We're gonna see if uh, this thing works, Raz. You gotta rap, please do it fast. You gotta do it right now and don't last. The beast's lagging. It's lagging? God damn. It's dragging. We'll try it the next it's one. Dragging. I think if it's dragging, then that's too bad. Well <laughs> I, I'm 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 dragging now and yeah. that is sad. <laughs> Save me, Dave. Save me, Dad. Sorry, but whatever, yeah, man. Uh, it's not that bad. I don't know what else to do with this Raz dude who's hanging through on the Zoom call. It's not actually Zoom. It's a different software, my dude. Ooh. That's that's weird because I feel like tried. with Zoom, there wasn't that much of a lag, was there? 
I've always had uh, troubles uh, being on your podcast remotely with the beats. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think then so. you know what? Yeah. We'll just we'll say forget forget it. Don't worry about the beats. We'll we'll handle the beats. I'm, uh, I'm going to do what I can, but if if I'll jump in, maybe. But we'll just uh, we'll have to play by ear. You know what I mean? Understood. Understood. I um, think it's just a matter of the internet connection not being as good. like if there was an Ethernet cord going to the iPad, maybe. But then again, the audio is coming from the phone. I don't know. It's whatever. You know, you live and you learn. Um, it's one of those things. This is, we, we actually haven't done. I think it's been over a year since we've done the, the remote thing. That's and how desperate we I, are to have you on. I keep wanting to look <laughs> down at my phone because I have Raz's face on my phone, too, on video. But I need to look at the iPad so we can be seeing each other. Sorry about that. Inside baseball. Yeah. Um, it's perfect, man. I'm just happy to be here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I... I, I Barely remember meeting you for the first time. Was there like an element of just it being like, yo, we we make songs about weed too. Do you want to make a song? You hit him with up. Us you hit him up and then he came and hung out in the basement. Like your old basement room. Was it yeah. just to like hang where we just like, hey, we no, should no, be he, friends? He recorded. Yeah, I recorded the verse for uh, Wake and Bake. And uh, we got really high. And I remember being like, man. I just I was like all noited because I didn't know you guys at all. And I was like, oh, this is I'm too high to be here, but it was cool, man. I I liked that. That verse was sweet. And uh, a little later, do you remember this? You know, Saw Ten came out yesterday. Oh, it's already it out. Oh, yeah, damn. and I was thinking about that time. I think we went and saw Saw Six. And remember, we sat in your your apartment and got baked and watched like a bunch of the Saw movies before we went down there. That, that one day. You that is that? awesome. I remember seeing Saw 6. I'm, it's sad that I don't remember the fact that it was like an event that we all hung out and watched Saw. I must have been so high and drunk. and, and it, that's. Dude, but at the same time, I vaguely remember that, yes. I'm, we watched I'll, like four or five of those movies before we went down there. I'm wait, sure. back to back? Just all? Up day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just got and I was there? The yeah, I don't remember that at all. Dude. I, that that must have been at the uh, at at the um the, our last place that we lived before we moved to L.A. I think. Oh, uh, it, it was. I um I'm a big fan of those Saw movies. Um, and it's kind of uh incredible that they have lasted this long, and that John Kramer, like the main antagonist, he died in like the third one, but but for some reason, <laughs> he's still like post death able to do all this shit um and uh you know it's it's a pretty interesting franchise although i don't know um it does get a little convoluted towards the end there i think the second one is probably the best one what do you think of the chris rock one didn't see it you didn't see it well, six was the last one i saw you guys were that was it for me wow. I, after that it was i it was never as good without you guys you know <laughs> I, I feel that it is kind of like a, a movie for the boys absolutely it is weird yeah. being someone's last <laughs> you you guys were my one and only. I realized I never had one and only. Yo, Raz is feeling lonely, and plus he can't rap with his homies because the lag of the beats is super bad, and we are feeling really super sad. The bad lag is not something good for Raz. Uh, it's making him not feel glad about participating in the show. Yeah, he gets to watch me spit sick flows. Yo, you gotta sit back and watch. Dumbass, yeah. Why don't you drink a Bud Light real quick or something, you stupid bitch? Don't be rapping on the beat. No, you rapping. Yeah, you wish. You cuck, bitch. You like to watch the shit. Yeah, now I just shit on my friend and piss. 
after I fucking stop. Yeah. Oh, I seem to be farting a lot. Seem to be farting a lot because, yo, uh, I'm counting my calories and my macros and uh, the thing that I've been eating is uh, digesting slow. Yeah, that's where the, the oatmeal's coming Fuck out of me. Fuck you guys, man. <laughs> so he can't even defend himself. Damn, dude. Holy shit, man. Well, hey, you know what we... I don't know, this might be asking a lot, but maybe eventually, um, you know, towards the end of the episode, you could pull out the old six-string and, 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 and give, grace us with a little tune or two since we can't fucking actually get your your bars and we are we you know we want to feature you somehow you dude. know like this is this dude is like our most talented friend easily yeah yeah uh, oh, i should i, I, I shouldn't you are i should That's speak to you directly knowledge. raz you're easily one of our most talented friends and um, no he's right more, more a, people need to know about rowdy fingers a lot of these people in <laughs> hip-hop and and rappers and producers who have no musical background when in like regards to like playing an instrument even it shows when it comes to just songwriting and uh, overall musicality like you can tell and i knew that you played the guitar based on the fact that i came to your house a bunch and there's instruments everywhere but i didn't know yeah. the the level at which you could shred i literally have the tracking number for my fedex order open on the table right now because the guitar is supposed yeah. to get delivered today. Would you say that Rowdy Fingers inspired you to well, get a guitar? Most definitely. And uh, I'm also reading the biography Jeez. of Jimi Hendrix called Room Full of Mirrors. So anybody wants to get some guitar inspiration, go pick that up. But um, I wanted to talk to you about this, Rowdy, because there's an element of embracing the blues that comes with the guitar that I feel no other instrument can do as well. Because if you play a sad song on a piano, it just sounds sad. But on the guitar, there's this like happy sad that you're able to kind of get into. And with your classic hit, Beat Off and Cry, I feel like there is that <laughs> like very like just present embracing of the it's making the sadness happy. Do you know what I'm talking about? Can you explain that? Yeah, yeah, man. I well I definitely like uh songs that like uh have are written in like major keys, like happier music with like sad uh sad con like lyrical content over it, you know, uh is like a cool duality uh of a lot of different songs and shit. But yeah, I mean I don't know, you know, I'm still kinda new to writing all this stuff, so I'm just kinda finding it as I go, but Beat Off and Cry is an interesting one, actually, because I did uh, the chorus for that. I freestyled that just on guitar one night. I was hanging with some buddies, and I picked up my guitar and sang that, and I was like, holy fuck, where's a pen? I need it now, you know? <laughs> I fucking wrote it down, and then uh, I wrote the verse later, but there's still a big freestyling aspect to all that shit. And I don't know, man. Writing on guitar is cool. I Piano is something I love to play, but... Uh, uh, guitars, guitars, fun, man. But you, you can't. Can, I don't know. You could play sweet. every instrument, pretty much, right? I mean, uh, I no, I can. I'm like decent at drums. I've been playing drums for some bands around town. I played a show last night for. Uh, I played drums for a band last night, and uh, I could play bass. Maybe play maybe guitar, not the violin. The violin might be a little no, too no, hard. Like the core, the core <laughs> rock mandolin, instruments. I can, I can play mandolin. Uh, I can't play banjo though. Danny, my boy, Danny from Green Mitten. Likes to tell everyone that I can rip the banjo is his favorite thing to do, but it's a lie. And uh, I had to, have, yeah, it's a fucking total lie. I, I learned one song on it like four years ago and played it for like two days, and then I stopped. And 
I had to have a talk with him last year because he tells all these people around town that I can rip banjo. I was like, bro, this is going to come around, man. And then he said, you know that now I'm just going to do it even more. Right? There's like a gang so, of people that play the banjo that are like, yo, we hear that there's a new hot there's a new hot piece of ass in town that's playing the banjo more rowdy than the rest of us. Well, they're coming around, man. They're coming around threatening me. The banjo it's bad, is a, it's, it's kind of a weird instrument, like, because the chords don't make any sense. Yeah. I, I tried to play a, uh, a banjo at a music store once, and I had, I had like a, my phone open with some chords because I was like, you know what? It's probably like I could play the guitar yeah, decently yeah. enough. I could probably pick up a banjo and pluck a few things. And it really isn't like, uh, yo. I have to fret, cause the frets I regret, they're so far apart, I cannot spread my fingers that way, uh, yo, I cannot play, the motherfucking banjo, oh no, banjo, kazooie on the radio, I'm way too damn old to learn the banjo, uh, I'll grow a fucking fat fro, mm-hmm. I gotta keep fading my hair and taming my flows, uh, when I rap from here to Ontario My least favorite instrument is likely the B-A-N-J-O And that's right, yo, I sniff yayo every Damn. night Just to spite the fucking banjo <laughs> I hate it, yo, it's so gross Sniffing and spitting, I'm banjos cause I'm smitten By the fact I can't play it even if I had a kitten Teaching me who, who was fluent Yeah, I'm procuring classes from a damn... Jewish man. Jew- yeah. Okay. Made it work. Oh, Kanye style. Hell yeah. Man. <laughs> we got a little Kanye there at the end. Well, what about? Uh, here's the thing, Raz. I, what you just said about the guitar, where you were playing and then beat off and cry just came out of you. There is yeah. nothing else like that in in music, and I've seen John Mayer talk about this, where he'll pick up a guitar, and, and it comes with the fluency of playing the guitar, where you you're jamming and then you just start saying random shit and then something really clicks and nothing else writes that way like i heard there are rappers who go into the booth and the beat plays and they just kind of start sporadically uh bursting flows but it's only with the guitar that you because you can't bring the piano on the porch you can't just like you can you can play the piano and sort of like start to sing randomly but it comes with like the fluency of the instrument, which I feel like it happens more with the guitar than with other instruments because of the mobility. Like I can bring the piano to the couch. I can bring the piano to the campfire. I can pull up to some gay ass open mic and just play my, my guitar. And because of the simplicity of picking it up and and playing all the time, you can get better at it than you would usually with other things that are restricted to one location. That was quite the explanation. (laughs) I was I'm able to do a thing, whole yeah. thing. I'm that might be a thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, your answer to that. You're pippy. You're good, pippy. <laughs> I guess. Do you feel like you were becoming uh, disillusioned with hip hop, and then picked up the guitar, and and found your your voice again? Is that was that kind of something that you feel happened? Man, I, well, I was I, I started playing uh, like finger picking blues because I got really into uh, like really old like Delta blues and um, stuff like that, and I I just wanted to do something with music that was not that was fun for me. Like hip hop was fun, but there's a point where I was so serious about like trying to make all these these songs like this certain way and shit that it I don't know, man. It like I just wanted to refine that like 
fun, like passionate part of music where it was like, I want to do this every day. Like I want to sit down and, and learn something new. And then I just got good at finger picking and I didn't think it was something I could ever do. And it became really fun. So then it, and I started growing weed on that weed farm and it just kind of, I don't know, man, it just kind of pushed me more in the direction of, of that stuff. And I'm not, you know, I'm getting old. I'm not as much of a, I don't fucking know, man, I'm trying to get out of the city. So it just kind of happened. It just kind of happened, but it was just a fun thing at first, just uh, something to just to do as a hobby, you know? Yeah, no, it, it is true that the, the, the man who loves walking will walk further than the man who loves the destination. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, dude. I've never heard that. No, if you, if, I mean, if, if you're having fun playing the guitar, it's going to be something that you just do because you love it every day. It's not going to be because you're like, oh, I have a release schedule and I have to produce these technical ki- kinds of rap songs or whatever. It's like you, get, you can get lost in that bullshit, especially when you're trying to attain success online. Like that's the cool thing about the guitar It's like you're like, oh, I'm just fucking playing the guitar in my room. And then all of a sudden you're doing these shows and then you're it's it's way more authentic. And I think that's what's fun about it. The whole. Well, go ahead. a lot of it, too, dude, for sure, is like, uh, um, uh, damn, I lost my thought is that. Uh, fuck, man, what was I going <laughs> to say? Something about it being authentic and chill and you're playing shows and uh, uh, rap. Oh, you know, yeah. oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Having, dude, switching over to this uh, style of stuff, really more than anything, I think, besides the instrument or the style change, was uh, changing my mindset where I I was done beating the fuck out of myself if I didn't do stuff that I felt like I should be doing as an artist, like posting on social media or um, writing every day or uh, different stuff like that. Uh, Sorry to off, interrupt. Fired off. Fuck. Oh, and the beat isn't playing, so we're good. Just keep talking. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, I do, like, doing hip-hop. And I know, uh, Bubba, I'm sure that you deal with this a bit because uh, I've, I've heard about it from David, and it, it shows in your raps, too, that you're a perfectionist with you want it to be this certain very particular way. Uh, oh, and the beat came in. Sorry, Raz. We got to, you know, jump right in because sometimes, yo, when the beat's plugged in, don't get plugged in right, and then we have to rap later, right? Yo, sometimes the beats uh-huh. get plugged in, and there's an absence of the automation. That's some shit with Fruity Loops that makes me go fucking goop de gook <laughs> Well, hopefully it doesn't happen again because that would be something that I would not like, my friend. Sorry, man. <laughs> that was perfect. I, okay, perfect. yes, but I and and to to your point, um, I I agree. There's 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 a good thing about wanting to sort of be a perfectionist, but but it also prevents you. There's a point where you hit a wall where it's almost uh, easier just not to do the thing than to do the thing and it not be perfect. So. Um, that's kind of my biggest hurdle that I have to cross. I think freestyling has actually helped Alex kind of bridge that and say, fuck it. It is what it is there. You develop a balance as you evolve and say, all right, if I want to do this more, I have to lower my standard. And what happens is that you become better at swinging. Like each, each time you try that first attempt has a higher baseline and then the more you do it, the higher your your baseline is. It's just I think there's a big aspect of making songs that you don't put out 
because that first swing isn't good enough and you just find a balance between, hey, okay, once you're at a certain level of skill, it's like, all right, everything I put out is decent and it's just a matter of me spending enough time editing but not too much to where I get burnt out and never put anything out and then just fucking hang myself. Yeah, man, it's it's tough. The balance is a big thing. And as an artist, it's hard not to be really hard on yourself. And like, because uh, you, you can see where you want it to go and, and stuff like that. So I don't know. I've just been dude, trying really hard to be nicer to myself and like think about how I would talk to another artist if they were, you know, like we all just, I, as artists, I feel like a lot of us see our shit and we're so fucking hard on it and it's uh it ruins it it ruins it because you think you're not good enough or you just kick the shit out of yourself every day that's not fucking fun man that doesn't feel good you know yeah, and I... uh, a lot of these artists i listen to their their shit's not perfected they fuck up in their recordings but it's like uh capturing that moment is what what art's all about and so sometimes it uh it can even make it better if if there's a, a more raw aspect to it you can it like we've used the word authentic too much in this episode, this point, but yeah. but that that is what I would say <laughs> definitely. Um, that's uh, I I also sometimes I think of like some of my old songs that I've written and how cringy they were, and I'm just wondering like uh, like for example, I remember in high school one time I wrote a song after watching the movie Taken with Liam Neeson. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to write a song to support uh, ending child trafficking. Oh, man, yeah. It's and, such a big subject to tackle as a teenager. <laughs> and I'm just wondering if, if, if uh, you, can you, off the top of your head, can you think of any cringy shit that you uh, can remember writing uh, back in the day, back in your, your less uh, self-aware years? Dude, I, I mean, yeah, fucking all of it, <laughs> plenty of it, tons of it. Whenever I try to tackle big stuff, like I would always try and be like, "Oh, I should, I want to take a stand. I want to make like something that's really meaningful." It never turned out good. I don't. Dude, yeah, I, it's almost like pop shit's always. You should you just know. not do that. It's no, almost yeah. just avoid. It's it's better to write a song about your shitty Honda than it is to write a song about human trafficking because, <laughs> again, the. The relatability of that and the reality of that is way... You, you got to write what you know. You can't be writing about these subjects. It's also like fucking... What's her name? Sarah McLaughlin is the one who writes right. those songs. No one else really gets... That's like her <laughs> wheelhouse and that's it. She actually like... I don't know if, when's the last time you heard of Sarah McLaughlin's song, but she's got like... you can If you get high and watch Sarah McLaughlin videos, it's actually quite hilarious okay yeah because I, I believe that it oh. is it is straight up some insane after school special shit like yeah, it's like yeah. a whole lifetime movie <laughs> in a music video yeah. um uh yeah I, I, i'm just thinking of one right now where there's like all these ugly fucking people in it and the song is about how they're all beautiful but they're still like parading out a bunch of ugly people and whatnot <laughs> for the music video Sorry if your uggos, yo, that is some trouble. You gotta fix your face if you wanna be in the human race. I wish I was prettier and a little bit wittier so I could be on the TV more frequently. More frequently, e e e on the T T V. That would be me if I was pretty. That would be sweet. Yeah, it would be nice, and I would be uh, divine. They could carve my face into marble. Yo, that would not be no trouble. I wish that I was beautiful. They could carve my face into marble. I could star in a movie written by Marvel Studios. That would be super cool. I'd be with some big booty hoes. Ooh, 
Yeah, Marvel movies, I'm a superhero. Yeah, that would be groovy, yo. That is me, though, and I am so cute because my face is super regal. Imagine me being Ant-Man, no pants man, chilling with an Afghan, eating ham. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I got a story about like turkey two seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, turkey is more um, not... It's halal, so I should have said that. But for the sake of rhyming, what do you think that there's an aspect of personal growth that is required for you to have been able to take the guitar seriously? Because I feel like at a younger age, we're like, hip hop is cool. So if I'm fucking, if I'm a rapper, then I'm J. Cole or I'm fucking Vince Staples or whatever. But then you evolve as a person and you're, you get to a point where you're like, I don't give a fucking shit. Just let me have a good time. And then you were able to say, this guitar thing is more actually it's the more evolved aspect of it yeah i don't know if i would say it's more like of a like a like a evolution than a growth you know what i mean like people change things change your your preferences change your music you listen to changes your spaces change shit like that you know what i mean yeah so it's you're, not it's not necessarily better it's just another phase yeah yeah man it, yeah, dude, I would say so. What about you incorporating know, I, the guitar it, it, uh, digitally? Like, I I saw one of your posts that you've been recording some of the stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that's been that's way uh, that is like the hardest thing about it is that uh, hip hop. You know, I could change little aspects of the songs, like pow pow pow, no problem, because it's just all laid out. But if I want to make a little change in one of these songs, I have to do a whole another fucking take of every instrument you know and uh so that's been weird man but i have someone else doing it for me out in detroit and that's been uh dope getting out of the home recording game i record like demos here so i know kind of what i'm looking for but recording producing and writing all my raps and then fucking mixing and mastering dude is, is you guys know what it's like man it, by the time you're done with a song you've heard it a fucking hundred hours and yeah well especially when we when we incorporate crazy. that perfectionist aspect that we were talking about like i remember oh, yeah. some of the songs that we worked on when i was there the last two times like i was i was kind of in a phase of like oh let me just pump out bars and ogos was down to just record stuff but then there'd be yeah. there'd be times where you and i would work on one song like we worked on that sorry dog track and i was <laughs> i was there one night and then it was like over a year of mixing and mastering and Ogo's listening to it and just like this song that went through all of these evolutions and then you were like I can't put this out dude you should put this out <laughs> yeah. and then I was like yeah sure and then I never put it out so this fucking banger is just rotting um, wait we, I didn't know that there was a song out there that we uh, there's a secret song there's a secret song about banging someone is. else's girl <laughs> It's literally just about banging someone else because when I was I think it was when I was in Grand Rapids, I like slept with someone who was had been sleeping with someone who I disliked. And then I was on that kind of energy like, yeah, I fucked your girl. And it was hedonistic. You and, did start it. You started it. Yeah, yeah. You started that it, subject. Well, sure. and it was hedonistic. And I was like obviously in a different place in life where I was really partying and like just on that level. What? And I wanted to bar out about it, and Raz was like, "Fuck it, I'll do whatever this this dude's rapping about right now with him too." That track was dope. We produced that beat that night, and yeah, what does David say? You say, uh, <coughs> "I got demons in my penis." Now they all up in your girlfriend. She be screaming like hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
a good line. Honestly, we if, if you can find that, we should end the episode with that. No, we got to end the episode with a rowdy song. What am yeah, I saying? No, no. Well, I'll do this. I'll do this. If you guys want to hear the secret uh, Raz uh, verse uh, Salt and Satire song, uh, subscribe to the Patreon. I'll post that on the Patreon this week. I'm pretty sure I have the Fuck Dropbox yeah, link in my in my in my uh, email somewhere because it, it's a hit. It was just, I mean, it this is, is like five years ago. I'm pretty sure it, it's. It's interesting that it's been this long that we've sustained this friendship. We let go of most of the peeps back in GR, and and you're kind of one of these guys that we've continued to to hold on to because you you know you keep oh, doing yeah. cool shit, dog. Yeah, absolutely. I feel blessed, man. I feel blessed to know you guys. It's cool. I know. We wish we wish we could see you in person. When's the next road trip? Well, bro? it's happening. Talk, tell us about it. Yeah, there is a road trip coming up. Me and uh, Jack Beidler and uh, my buddy John, who goes by Boy Blue, we all met at these open mics, and um, we've written a bunch together and stuff. So we, I like play, we play for each other, but we're not a really like a conglomerate, kind of like Banfomania was with uh, Profit and stuff. Uh, Raz is in a scene, yo, and it's pretty clean, yo. Over there with the Bluegrass crew, that's just how it is, yo. He do what he do. He got his boy Blue. And some other guys, they're all cool. Yeah, they eat fries after school, uh, after they play at the bar and they act the fool. Uh. Me and my friends, yeah, we got a conglomerate, but we not going corporate. No. Yeah, I just do fun shit at the open mic on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, it's super great. Hanging out with my best friends at 8 uh, to around 10.30. Then I gotta go home and get sturdy. You can catch me at the open mic or at the bar, yo, every single night. I'm playing with my bros, playing with my boys. Yeah, you know me, yeah, you know we making noise. Got my guitar out and he's got the drums. Everything we do, yeah, we do it till we drunk. Oh my god, yo, smoking on skunk. Oh my god, yo, everything's done. Yeah, I'm going hard at the garage bar. Then I'm cracking something back in my car. Whoa. That was a banger. Whoa. Whoa, that was good. That was a good one, boy. Good batch. <laughs> Shout out the garage. Bar. I I uh, I've actually kind of I have I've been observing from afar your new your new crew of, of bluegrass badasses and um <laughs> like I I I can't help but wonder if like does the how does the community feel about Richmond north of Richmond? Yeah, yeah. The that viral hit. Uh, I mean, yeah, it got passed around, you know. Uh, we li- I think the con- the consensus is this, is that we like the song, but uh, we don't like the line about uh, p- like people on welfare buying moon pies or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's it says. Something about chocolate fuck. If you're like yeah, four like four four foot tall pies. and five hundred pounds, our money shouldn't pay for your chocolate fudge rounds or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and that's the best line in the whole song. What are you talking about? You need to be in there, man. <laughs> it is. It does. You know it, I mean? it. It almost feels like a. That's like a comedic line in a song that's supposed to be kind of sad or something. It's a little. It's out of place. Well, the 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 writing of the song is a little unorthodox when it comes to like. I think that's something that's allowed in country and blues is to have like oddly specific shit that um, that is about something that usually you wouldn't say in a song like i feel like that happens in country quite often but the general consensus is what you're saying is lose the lose the welfare stuff and it's a pretty good song i think it's i think it's a fine song Uh, it seems to have brought a lot of people together which honestly for me i uh like i think that that you know that's good but uh yeah you know i I think that like stephen king says a song or a, 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 a art isn't done when there's nothing to 
uh, there's nothing left to add. It's done when there's nothing left to subtract. And I think that should have been subtracted. Okay. Whoa. Shout out Stephen King. Dude, Stephen King and what's his name need to link. With, I don't know the guy's name. Oliver Anthony. Is that his name? Oh, I don't oh know. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest. I never actually listened to the song. Oh, really? <laughs> I've never actually heard the song. I literally I listened <laughs> yeah. to the song because of how hyper viral it went. It was, was everywhere. And I was just like, all right, let me just listen to this. And then I was like. This is pretty good, but I don't get why it's hyper viral. And also, I think the reason that a lot of people were like surprised by it is because it's this right wing genre spreading a more liberal message. And that's There's a lot of that going on. That's yeah. kind of contradicting. So people are like, oh, here we go. There's some like it, it's out. It's not the traditional thing that you would have heard. Like, um, but I, at the end of the day, mo dude, most of the up and coming country artists that are really sweet, at least in my opinion, uh, a lot of them <clears throat> sport like more a little closer to left values for sure. Uh, like Nick Shoulders, Sierra Farrell, Coulter Wall, they all kind of talk about that kind of stuff, especially Nick Shoulders. He's fucking real good. He's from Arkansas. And uh, yeah, Willie Carlisle. It's interesting, man, how that's kind of. That's kind of a thing. And I think artistry, artists in general understand that life isn't so fucking uh, black and white. And I think that kind of leads to that. But it was interesting because, you know, Oliver Anthony, like the right wings were all saying, oh, he's a left wing maniac. And then the left wing was all going, oh, he's a right wing fucking crazy person. And I, I think uh, some people just, just like, hear country and assume right wing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly what it is. What do you think about this conundrum? And, th and maybe you can uh, shed a specific insight into this. I feel like a lot of times making music because of like it being vulnerable and artistic. Whoa, is there an ice cream truck pulling up right now? That's crazy. Yeah, you want to see it? Bro, you should go get ice cream live. <laughs> oh, no, it, it drove <laughs> off. That, for your kid. <laughs> want the kid. That ice cream truck had, had places to be. <laughs> Holy shit. Watch for children. Stop for children. We're trying to take your kids. The, the guitar they was delivered, dude. Bob. Yo, it was. is your girl there? Was the, she able to collect it? The guitar is just sitting in Inglewood. Oh, no. Oh, she said the guitar just got delivered. It's in the house. It's yo. in the house. Yo, that's so nice. Thanks, thanks to your spouse. She collected it. Yo, the, the guitar is safe. Oh, my God. He can't wait to go home and play. Holy shit, babe. <laughs> it was worth that first date just to make sure the guitar wasn't late. Uh, I'm about to have to figure out how to tune a guitar without goon. Yo, you need this uh, app on your phone. It's okay. called Guitar Tuner, and you won't be alone if you've got that app. Yo, it's super fucking nice. Nice. You can tune up your guitar super fucking twice. I'm about to be fucking shredding like lettuce. Yeah, uh, and smoking. It's the best as I ever fucking seen. Yeah, I'm about to fucking shove a guitar in my spleen. Call him the Sultan of Swing. He's out here jamming. Yo, you know, he's never not strumming. Over here, like he's Raymond Drummond, the guy, I don't know, uh, he likes drumsticks. Yo, thirsty, Dracula, tarantula, eating. Ass at non. What? Ah, fuck. Ass at non? I was going to say noon, but then non, something with Indians. I mean, yeah, dude. I've been eating a fuckload of Indian food lately. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Oh, What's man. your order? Can like you, can you get it? Okay. I get a Bodhi, Bodhi kebab masala and some fucking garlic naan. Double order the garlic naan, baby. Now, is there like a specific place you go every time in Grand Rapids that you want to gas Indian real quick? Yeah, Indian masala, man. They got it on fuck. It's a little expensive, but you do it. You know, it's like a Sunday tradition. You 
you fucking get fat as shit on some Indian masala, and then you go down to get some Frosty Boy afterwards. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you got to treat yourself yeah. every now and then. This fool's skinny. I don't know how he does that. What the the the, the Indian how he eats, food? How he eats so good? It's it's because of the he's a, he plays bluegrass. It's because of the hair. Oh yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Raz, my question. <laughs> That's what it is. My question before we were heavily interrupted by the beat and my guitar delivery. And I'm just gonna say it bluntly because I don't know how to say it in another way that sounds smart. So I'm just gonna say it. How do you <laughs> deal with the fact that music can sound so gay and emotional? Like the line between it being lame and it being super inspiring is so thin. And it's like, oh, this is either inspiring or it's actually dumb and I'm an idiot. Like, how do you yeah, corny, mitigate yeah. that? Fuck, dude, I don't know. I, I've been writing some sadder songs, you know, for sure. Like, I have, I have my funny songs, but I've, I've written quite a few, like, uh, heartfelt songs. And uh, I don't know, mate, with hip-hop, I never could. I could never do it. Uh, I could never write songs like that. With I tried, and they were all corny. Too corny, whack, sounded stupid as fuck. Uh but I feel like it's just about being honest and not trying to be like, at least for me, I don't, I like music that, uh, I really like sad songs that like simply say things, but in like a beautiful way, you don't have to get all like wordy and artsy with it. Cause I think then it's, it makes you seem pretentious sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, a thousand like you're percent. trying too hard. Like you think, you think you're smarter than everybody else. And it's like, I, I know I don't have like more valuable insights than anyone else I'd pick out. I just uh, want to like share my own experience in case someone else can relate to it. You know what I mean? There's some, uh, sometimes uh, uh, one of my favorite albums is the Jack Johnson album that he wrote for children. It's like, it's the curious George soundtrack. Yeah, dude, that's a and, banger. Oh, shit. And, and I think that there's, it's because it's so simply written um, it, that it's something about it that makes that kind of beautiful. Um, you almost feel like you're a child learning yeah, um, yeah, even though it's it's you know talking uh, about very simple concepts. Yeah, well, there was that one song that you showed me a long time ago, Alex, where the like the the girl that the guy is singing about is called Elizabeth. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, by the Airborne Toxic event, Elizabeth. That's it, a good one. Probably a lot of of their music is uh, kind of weird and pretentious and not my vibe. But that song specifically, um, it was so like, it was so specific. It was talking about this like unique thing that obviously either this lead singer or whoever wrote it actually experienced it's almost like telling a lie that's so specific that it that it people believe it because like all right who would make up something like that it's the same thing with the song or it's similar to the end of eight mile where eminem starts like telling all this truth about living in a trailer park or like um or it, it's saying shit that is so real that it couldn't be made up that creates this level of relatability with the listener where it's like oh shit he just said that crazy ass shit that nobody would usually say and it kind of removes yeah. it from being some dumbass taylor swift level pop writing although taylor got some bangers not gonna hate i would also I mean, say music is the best music man i think raz with you specifically um uh because your style of songwriting is it is like like you've got it down like i think you have like there's a uh, like a humor to it you i could tell you don't take yourself too seriously but you you stand by everything that you're writing down and i think that that is important for when you do uh a, a drop something that is like a serious thing that you want people to like uh, maybe there's an emotional aspect to it they're going to be like oh 
this is coming from the guy who we know is self-aware and he, and he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to fucking t- tune in and we're going to listen. Oh. And the beat didn't drop again. You got to build credibility with your fan base and before you drop them some serious shit. I think that's a good point. We have a, an artist that we really like, a hip-hop artist named Wax, who uh, makes like stuff that's more clever and comedic. But every now and then he'll make a turn and do some serious shit. And you're like, oh, well, I trust this dude. And I believe in like his Hell ability yeah. to be self-aware in his lyrics. So when he does make a shift into something more serious, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I get what this dude's saying. David explained it a little better, definitely. <laughs> that, that's what I was trying to get at. Building and, credibility. And I think that, that, yeah, I think you have credibility in your writing. So like even like okay, when you do right. decide to you know write a song about your dead grandpa or something and how you, you <laughs> found him, you found him on the floor and he was fucking dead and you were crying, you were sore and you had to write a song about it, write some more. And people will hear that and they'll be like, God damn, that song hits. <sighs> that's not gonna happen again because it's only the beats that i chopped up and then i edited the automation and the patreon and then it affected the original was, beats sorry that was fire good short batch man oh man yeah, well I, I, I uh my favorite artist uh is blaze foley this fucking dude from austin texas he's dead now but he uh he was the man bro and he wasn't famous at all but he was like the best songwriter and he was really funny, dude. He wrote some funny fucking songs, but he would like write these songs that also would just tear your shit to pieces. And uh, I really like that because it's like, as an artist, you don't have to be one track. You can do whatever the fuck you want, you know? But as long as you're honest, you do it well, uh, I feel like you're going to be good. But I, I love Blaze Foley. I, I am really proud of the fact that uh, on Spotify last year, I was his in his top point zero one percent of listeners you know what i mean oh man it makes my dick hard just <laughs> that is and yeah, we're talking about blaze foley yeah dude he's I, the fucking man i'm looking heard foley, i'm looking up it. some stuff about blaze foley right now um apparently he was shot and murdered damn yeah, that's that's pretty crazy buddy down the road uh his son his drinking buddy's uh, son would come and take his uh like social security check and cash him and so then Blaze's like kind of thing was that he would always kind of pick fights where he'd see bullies and shit. So he was like kicked out of every bar in Austin, Texas, except this one. Anyways, he went down to that guy's house. He called him. He said, my son's here. He's trying to take my shit. And he went down there and uh, to handle it. And the dude came out with a shotgun and shot him in the chest. Jesus. R.I.P. to Blaze. Yeah, that's a that's a way to go. Yeah. I'm going to have to check out some Blaze Foley. There is he's, this... he's the man, dude. I'm telling you. There is this kind of conundrum between uh, people who make great music and great art that they live so intensely that they die early and it's almost as if if you don't die early you're you're maybe not living as intensely as <laughs> these greats but there mu- there obviously needs to be a balance because fucking Nas just turned 50 and he's still putting out albums most recent album is is pretty hard based on what I've heard and you don't have to die to be great but some of these dudes get great. And this is back to my, my reading of Jimi Hendrix. This dude would fall asleep playing the guitar and wake up with the guitar in his hands and then just start playing again after waking up. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a level of degeneracy and obsession that isn't normal. And it almost isn't good either. Like he had terrible relationships. He struggled in- intensely and he hurt a lot of people. He stole money. So like 
there's kind of reminds me of when I fall asleep after jerking off. And like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even wake take up and my, you jerk off again. My hand is still in the sock <laughs> on my dick. <laughs> Raz, I you uh, wake up, you're all sticky, man. I know about that, bro. It's bad news. That's a shameful wake up, man. That's a shameful thing. No, yeah, <laughs> it's only happened a couple of times. No, you wake up with chip crumbs on your shirt, shit like that. I uh, happened to me a, a couple, couple twenty, thirty times. I accidentally steamrolled over uh, your 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 road trip plan and talking about oh, yeah, uh, talking yeah. about your crew. I, uh, I want to hear some more about about your boys oh, yeah, and your man. plans. Yeah, we, I have that bus, you know, that shuttle bus built out like a little RV there. So we're going to get in that thing and go. Uh, we got like a list of cities we're going to hit, music cities. We're going to try and find open mics and uh, shows and busk and stuff. Uh, I got some friends around the country in different cities with hookups. So we're going south. Once we hit New Orleans, we're going to go west. And uh, I'm, I, I've already told the boys we're, we're stopping to see you guys. So Hell yeah. um, that'll be sick, dude. So hopefully we're leaving November 1st uh if everything goes according to plan and um uh yeah man that's gonna be a fucking wild time we'll have to like um, figure something out to do getting out to you guys i'm pretty sure they can park they can park at the beach right here without a problem overnight you just have to move it during the day but at night i'm pretty sure parking at the beach isn't an issue yeah yeah yeah, that's normally how it goes We'll have you to do know. a beach day or something, but it will be kind of cold. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to get something going on. We can't just do a podcast. That's we'll, that's we'll, a little lame. We'll do like we'll a, do that. We'll but do we, a podcast, <laughs> and then maybe we'll find a an open mic that they can sign up for, and then we'll we'll figure out a couple things. Just when when he oh, knows we'll the dates, he's gonna he's gonna let us know. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'll let you guys know as we get closer. There's not like a set plan, but it's gonna be cool, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, trying to network and just. I haven't been on a road trip yeah, in a very long time. Road trips, yo, that shit is great. I wish that I could road trip every which way. I want a road trip to New York State and run with the Giants, yo, that would be way. On the road again, me and my friends, we going to another place. Uh, about to meet a fucking bunch of different faces i never seen. On a road trip with my boy Blue and Ooh. the rest of the crew. Yo, yo, what it do? We gonna land in Long Beach and hang with the boys at the Dome. The Bamphomania in their home. I'm about to be on a bus. It's gonna be really difficult to bust. Mm-hmm. I'm about to have to be in the porta potty <laughs> at a random place. Yeah, getting sloppy. Whoa. I'm circle jerking in a cargo van. Yeah. Yo, what you know about me? Yo, pass me the fan because it's kind of hot and we're sweaty old boys and that's just how it is. Yo, we're making noise. Damn. Yo, while everybody's <laughs> sleeping, please don't be peeping or creeping. Uh, busting semen. <laughs> All right. All right. Sorry. Okay. There is a there is a toilet in the bus to be uh to be to be oh, fair. Oh, thank the fucking Vishnu. Do you guys have? Is no, it like a compost no toilet? Yeah. Uh, Do you make it out of like a uh, Home Depot bucket? No, no, no. I got a black water tank under that. Oh hell yeah. Bro, couple, I'm so lot, fucking jealous, bro. I want a fucking cargo van that can go on road trips. That shit is that's a dream come true. What's the bro. timeline with that? Like, are you? Are you just going and then seeing what happens? Yeah, because we don't. If I like hit a city we really like, or if there's a show somewhere that we can play with, like in two weeks or something, I don't want to have to like uh, be like, oh, we have this other obligation. So we're trying just to go with the flow at first and just see how it goes. So there's not really a time. There's not really a timeline, but uh, uh, we don't have a plan on when we're coming back or none of that shit. Uh, That's crazy. Dude. We've all like- talked about if we find somewhere cool, moving out, moving out west somewhere, maybe. So. 
I mean, there's I know, it's realistic to live in the bus in L.A. <laughs> so many people do it. I've seen new buses pop up oh, every shit. day, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you could literally just be parked, Hell, yeah. parked somewhere. There's a, areas where people park their shit close to the water. And no, it's like, you could literally park your cargo. We have a park that you could park at uh, yeah, yeah. down the street that people literally just do that. They, they had, there's like six different cargo vans there that people just live in. And they just got to move around, like go pull up to the Walmart, this and that. And you just stay, yeah. you just stay mobile. Um, Hell yeah. You know, just carry a blade. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. Oh yeah. I, I got the, I got the, I got the dogs with me, you know, I'm trying to, my biggest goal is to get out into the Pacific ocean, wait out there and take a nice big fat, Aqua dump, dude. Yeah, it's been crazy. so long. You guys ever aqua dump. Oh my yeah. god! I'm so glad we're finally getting to the nitty gritty of this podcast. <laughs> the aqua dump. <laughs> I used to aqua dump in the Hawaii dump. like at least once a year. It was kind of a, a a ritual, honestly. You'd find a good place you used to, to go do to the- it. I thought you said the why. You used to no, no, why. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I drop a fat shit in the public pool at the Y. Uh, no, in Hawaii, you go uh, oh. you swim out, swim out far so no one can see you. The thing about an aqua dump is uh, your your anus, your sphincter is no longer as um, constricted. Yeah. So it. The largest poop I've ever done in my entire life was an aqua dump, and I and I, I remember like just looking at it floating in the water afterwards. <laughs> it's like the size of a football because it, I could really get there. Like the my my anus dilated to a point where it's never dilated to, yeah, yeah. and it was sp- specifically because of the aqua. Yeah, the element. sun at sea. I did. Yes, it was my little my sea baby. Now, now are you guys rocking with? Uh, you guys got a bidet in that place out there? I wish David does. I got a I got a bidet. I actually got a bidet after I came to see you. I was at Let's I was at the na- nasty go, household baby. and I was like, "Holy shit, this is next level." And bro, that thing goes hard too. Damn, dude, you got a guitar because of him, you got a bidet because of him. You're well, you're just you just want his life. I I got I, I take I take the the good things from the people in my life, you know, su- <laughs> success leaves clues. And you want to be successful, you got to take the good things from from everybody that you meet. No, I actually, Raz and I developed a stronger friendship after we moved because I had to inevitably return to Grand Rapids multiple times. And it was always like, for some reason, he was always like, oh, yeah, yeah." there was one time I was going to stay. For uh, I forget where I was going to stay. I was going to get an Airbnb. I was going to stay with somebody. And the person I was staying with bailed on me last minute. And he was like. Oh yeah, I got the smart lock on the house. Just come stay here, and I just randomly stayed at Raz's place for three yeah. or four nights. And um, that's brotherhood, a, a, right an, there. An incredible level oh, yeah. of hospitality. So you know, you're always welcome to stay with with me or us, and um, I'll never forget that. And you, and we oh, trust yeah, your man. friends too. A friend of Raz, a friend of ours, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know, you know, I don't bring no no. Uh, Whack ass motherfuckers around. Hell no. Just dog. make sure they shower. I do first. still have. I, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get showered. <laughs> up. We got, we're getting a Planet Fitness uh, membership so we can hit the shower. Oh, there that's cool. That's cool. That's smart. Uh, yeah, you, uh, Twenty bucks a month ain't shit. I mean, I I, I do the twenty four, but I think it is a little more expensive, unfortunately. Um, well, Planet, no. Planet Fitness, you don't get the uh, you don't get the sauna. No, I think like. the the Planet Fitness is also more available yeah. nationwide. I think there are less twenty uh, four hour fitnesses. I wonder what the biggest gym chain is in the u.s it might be 24 hour fitness you think so um, 
24 hour fitness might be the biggest I don't know, I'm trying to think what else is it It could be uh, Planet Fitness maybe But I don't know, I don't see those everywhere baby I think Planet Fitness is a thing that's nationwide 24, it might be more on the west side Planet Fitness, yo that shit, it will never die Cause they serve pizza every fucking Friday, yeah The biggest motherfucking gym chain of all is LA Fitness Yo, they got 700 clubs across America, yo They be taking dubs, yo LA Fitness, yo, what is up, uh 700 doesn't seem like that many Then again, think about it, it must be plenty Cause all that shit must often be empty Cause people fat, no cap no cap, people fat. That's why they gotta go to the gym, don't you know? Oh my God. What do you guys think about Planet Fitness giving away free pizza? You think they're trying to secure clientele? No, I think it's actually. I've I've heard people speak about this in like the on fitness podcasts and stuff like that. The model of Planet Fitness is to ensure people don't come to the gym because the level of entry is so low. People pay for the membership. And then they go to once or twice, but most people stop going. But the membership cost is so low that people don't really think about canceling it because it's like just 10 bucks. So they actually have this model where they intend for their gyms to be primarily empty. And the pizza is just a thing that they do to attract fatties who aren't truly committed to the cause because that's the kind of people they want. They want fat people who aren't actually committed to a healthy lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's not like a regular thing that they do, though, right? I that's thought, what, that, I thought what, that was just a viral image. No, I, I heard they do that every Tuesday. They they serve pizza nationwide. They should do tacos. Well, I mean. If it's Tuesday. I, I think the pizza's easier. It's it's just straight. You're right, actually. <laughs> I, I, like, you can just go to Little Caesars and feed your whole family for right. six bucks. I'm it's over good, here using, using tongs and chopping peppers. Get the fuck out of here. I was, I, I was noticing. Yeah, ground beef all over I was thinking about this the other day, um, and I've this isn't the first time I've said it. I might have said it on the pod, but I gotta I gotta let my freak flag fly. Um, you can't you can't buy pizza anymore for less than like seven dollars. Yeah, pizza. The, the, the cheapest pizza you can buy now is Little Caesars. It used to be you could go to a grocery store and get a frozen pizza for four bucks. Now I have to go. I have to get shitty Little Caesars well, if I want to get a cheap pizza. The the Aldi got three dollar pizza oh okay maybe i need to go to aldi all these i mean all these the bob dude they got some fucking chicken egg rolls there that are like oh my god dude or some shit. the purple uh, bo- the purple box dude bro yeah, dude, some, with some gyoza sauce my god yeah no, the, the <sighs> egg rolls slap really, the egg rolls are pretty good i even even the vegetarian ones i'm okay with raz i wanted to ask you what about the what about the house because i mean I don't, we uh, don't have to get into it too much but when we last talked you were trying to get rid of the house but I see you're at the house. Man, that was the worst choice of my fucking life, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm bagging the house now. I'm renting it when we leave. So, Worst choice. At, worst choice, what, buying the house or what do you mean? Trying to sell it last year was just a terrible. Uh, I did it all wrong, man. It just created a lot of fucking. Uh, man, that, last year was like the worst summer of my fucking life, I think. Oh, my sell God. The place and all that shit. It was just fucked just, up, dude. But Is it just like what, like working with a realtor sucks or what was no it was i i got on the market a little late i tried to get all my stuff out before i sold it for some fucking reason uh and the market was really hot at the time and then it didn't sell and then i got a full offer right after i moved back in here for the i was like i'm gonna move back in for the winter 
And then, uh, I don't know, man. It was just a fucking That, that sucks that, that you, like, moved all your stuff out. That's, that is a oh, yeah, It that, was poop dick. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, honestly, it's, it sounds like it probably worked out for the best. And to my did, knowledge, man. the yeah, house is did. paid off, right? Uh, no, no, oh. no, but I'm, it's, it's on, it's well on its way. I, I don't, I don't owe too much left on it. No, it's so. just, and uh, this is just from living in California for a while. The concept of having a place that is yours fully that you could go to at any point in your life seems insane. Like I'm under the impression that I'm either going right. to become super successful and be able to afford something one day, or I'm going to be renting till I die. And just the idea that yeah. no matter what happens, you got a place that you could go to to either sleep or to generate income as a rental is is absurd in a lot of the states where the inflation and the cost of real estate is super high. So yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that you didn't sell it. We had some fucking memories at that house. It, it does sound oh, like yeah. it's not going to be the same, like you're going to move out and then it's going to just be making you money. For now, at least. Yeah, I mean, when I come back, uh, maybe I'll stay here. I don't, I don't know what, what's going to happen, but... Uh... It's cool, man. And I, I mean, uh, I lucky, luckily I bought it when shit was way cheaper and now they're building a ton of shit all over around here. And it's, and dude, Grand Rapids is getting more expensive as the fucking days go. You know, it's crazy out here. Oh, yeah. Everywhere is. And, everywhere is fucked. And, and apparently the Southern border is wide open. So in a, in a couple of years, <laughs> all of America is just going to be a, a giant, a giant skyscraper. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be fucking the city from Judge Dredd. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my god man who knows dude hopefully uh i'll i'll board up the windows you know what i mean if we have a apocalypse that's what i'm really concerned about i want somewhere i can board all the windows up like i'm gonna get a bunch of wood here. five gallon buckets of oatmeal five gallon buckets of slop yo what is that what do you want um over here with the jim baker show gonna order everything that they that they show me oh shit dude <laughs> yo jim baker uh yeah i wish i was a baker uh so i could get, eat cake every day sir i got a bucket full of apocalypse chow what you know right now mm, yeah my wife she's a little cray cray but you know she blows me every day day yo i'm jim baker uh, uh that's me Got the five gallon of the fucking buck, yeah, full of smuck, yeah, and I'm never gonna die, now don't give a fuck, I'm Jim. Mm. I'm pray him. to God, pray to God, pray to God, yo, Amen. Jim Baker, yo, what you want, uh, selling buckets of the slop, uh. Yeah, my motherfucker Jim, he ain't never slim, cause he keep the bucket on him, Woo. ooh, and he ain't got friends, he got followers. <laughs> Dude, that dude, dude. Jim Baker's a fucking kook, man. <laughs> I love the the Vic Burger edits of him trying to sell oh the slop, God, yeah, and he's like sticking <laughs> his sticking his hands in the cream corn and stuff. Bro, this tastes good. It's like a five star restaurant. That's an incredible. <laughs> that's an incredible businessman. Also a sociopath, but just an incredible entrepreneurial mindset. Didn't they make a movie about his life recently? I swear that like fucking Andrew Garfield plays like Jim Baker or something. What? I, I swear there's a Jim Baker. Andrew movie. Garfield. It's, it's something like that. Let me. I'm looking it up. That'd be crazy. What about the What about the pups, Raz? They doing okay? Yeah, Russell's getting a little. He's starting to lose his hearing a little bit, but he's still fucking bopping around. Mama, she's a forever puppy, man. She, she ate a whole fucking uh, 
whole lot of uh, leftover spaghetti last night really fucking grinded my gears, man. I want, that damn old girl. She I, gets what she wants, you know. I wanted to ask you because you've been you've been doing the show at the at the tip top for for a bit now, right? I do the open mic down there, yeah. Isn't um Hannah Rose running that shit and she got a pit bull yeah. too that comes around? Yeah, man. Her yeah, pit bull. Big, God damn, that's a big dog. It's it's funny. We used to be we used to be neighbors with Hannah back in the day when we were in college, and those those dogs always like the when we were go to that house. I was always like super excited to see those dogs, and I remember I walked to them a couple of times. Yeah, they we're, are they're those are some rowdy dogs. They will pull you. <laughs> they were some big oh, ass shit. dogs. And I just remember yeah, when I met you, uh, Athena reminded me of the of that of those pit bulls. I was like, "Holy shit, this is like the same dog." Yeah, she's I love a rowdy it. girl. She, she, Athena's a sweetie. She's cool. She chills out when she gets uh, her her like excitement out, you know. But yeah, actually, uh, Hannah, I'm playing. Uh, she's letting me and Jack do a couple songs on her set of Founders Fest uh, later tonight, which should be pretty cool. Wow, Shout you're playing to a Hannah. show tonight. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Fucking Founders Fest, man. That's, I, uh, I'm interested to see how big it is. It's going to be a cool time down there. That's cool. She she hit me up like I don't know two weeks ago and was like, "Come do the show." And I was like, "I live in LA." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh, because you guys because you guys have that song together. Well, I you think guys... she hit us up on on our on our IG. So I think she was saying it to both of us. But yeah, I did a song with her like. I must have been almost ten years ago at this point on like one of the Damn, bro. original records that she had with that with that band. I forget. I, it's it, her her rotation has been. New. She actually surprised me with the amount of longevity that she's had in that Michigan scene. Like she's been the most consistent artist I've seen out there. Um, she's probably only the the only non hip hop artist that I've followed from out there, just because we were neighbors and then we collaborated a little bit. Um, she was yeah. on one of our original mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. She was on Sunshine. That's a yeah, good track. Yeah. She, <laughs> oh, it's it's just a. It, it was our first uh, dip into uh, out, outer genre collaboration. It felt good. Fuck yeah, dude. That's cool, man. It was yeah, very serendipitous cool, that we ended up li- like being neighbors with her. That was like such a cool thing that just sort of happened out right, of blue. Right. It's like how you hear yeah. if we were super successful one day. It's like how you hear. And they're like, oh, yeah, Bob Dylan lived next door to uh, fucking Jimi Hendrix, and they all went to the same pub. And together. they would fall asleep playing the guitar together. <laughs> Bob Dylan would fall asleep while writing lyrics, and Jimmy would fall asleep while playing the Taking guitar. Taking acid. He'd wake up, and he'd start writing lyrics again. Still on acid. <laughs> There's something there. Let me Dude, read you guys. a bunch of old uh, songwriters used to hang in Chelsea Hotel and shit. Uh, Leonard Cohen wrote a song about getting his dick sucked by... Uh, Janis Joplin in the uh, damn elevator uh, at Chelsea Hotel. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think Legendary. of what, what's the name of that song. Do I you, don't know. Do you don't remember I don't the know name? There. God bless Janis Joplin. Oh, my girl Janis, she'll go in your anus. She'll do it no matter what her fucking plan is. She is down to do it at the Planet Fitness. Cause there's so many locations. Yeah, she Who would it. know the Janis Jop was a bop? Whoa. Yo, she be giving me that Janis top. Yo, that's how I want. Oh my God, Janis <laughs> Joplin. She be slobbing on my knobbing. Yo, she be like my best friend. Thank the Buddha for Janis Joplin. Yeah, I feel it on oh, my balls are soft chin. Yeah, it's super great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm feeling some. Yeah, it's really fun. She gonna make me hug. Take it. Take oh. another little piece of my dick oh. now, baby. <laughs> Come on and suck it. 
Suck another little piece of my cock You know, no, 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 no Holy God, no disrespect Yeah, I'm actually a big Janis Joplin <laughs> fan She's great Hell yeah <laughs> Holy Jesus Hang on, let me read you guys some beats really quick I forgot, we have to We got producers on this show, Rowdy Sorrows by Piper Beats Hidden by Lethal Needle Last Dance by Stoic Daddy's Home by Flowers and Narnia. Smoke Signals Flowers by Flowers and Narnia? I know. What do, you, it... <laughs> what do you want me to do? Lost and Found by Noisy. Loaded by Raya. Celestial by Louis. Ola by Enigma. Moonlight by Lucas Quinn. Apologies by OSVMA. And that was Tidal Waves by Broke Boy. How about this, Rowdy? What if you go by Rowdy Finga? No. Fingas. No. Rowdy Fingas. Fingas. Yeah, with a Z. With a Z at the end. G A H Z. Oh, there's the pop. What? Yeah, they're there. They're oh. popping through the window. Hey, you. Oh. 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 Damn, Man, I was broken I, out of this window earlier this year. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of body cam videos lately, and every now and then they'll bring out the canine. And it's baffling how much the cops amp up their dog oh. like it'll be the the, the canine will come out and the, the cop will just be like who's a good motherfucking boy and i'm like this this dog this dog's got a job to do what are we fucking doing here <laughs> hey the man's gotta be able to enjoy his job i guess but i mean jeez like it and the dog is is obviously like getting stressed out from it too like the dog's like yes i I like what's going on right now okay i'm gonna find the kilos find the kilos (laughs) maybe that's what it is maybe it gets him amped to find the drugs but it seems like that would be counterproductive like i feel like the dog would you know smell something else i don't know i don't know how dogs work I don't know, like, they, like to find the cocaine, you got to be the cocaine. You know, you got to hype them up, get them all Ooh. joined out. I, I think that. I think I Bruce that. Lee said that once. <laughs> be like <laughs> Yayo, my friends. You must become like cocaine. <laughs> um, is that was that all the beats? I think that was all the beats. Rowdy, are, 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 is music on streaming platforms, or is is everything still happening right now? I have a live take on my Bandcamp of Honda Civic. Uh, that you can find through the link. It's just rowdyfingers.bandcamp.com. But no, shit should be uh, on all the streaming platforms here in a couple months. All the recording is going to be done October 10th. I got a drummer coming out. So and, you're doing uh, an album? Huh? Are you doing an album? Yeah, it's like six songs. Okay, like Hell an yeah. EP or something like that. It's yeah, a project. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet or nothing, but just the first, it's just kind of the songs I have written. So I just wanted to get something out. So that should be out. Uh, Man, I don't know. Hopefully by November. Okay, that's cool. cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll link to the band cap in the show notes, and I'll also, you know, I'll link to that. Uh, we'll performance. figure. We'll figure out a way to to rip that performance and and have it on our and have it as the outro music here. Well, I somehow. also enjoyed your performance oh, yeah. uh, at the Park Theater. That video was so cool. I was like, "Yo, oh yeah, we could." That might be oh, yeah. easier to find. That honestly. was we, that was a very. I'm not gonna say all. What would you I, prefer? I, I like, am, would you would you prefer the Honda Civic song? That is at the, the end. He, that's the one he prefers. Oh, that's the one. Okay, hell yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I, and I got the audio for that. I'll send you the audio over if you want. Then yes, that would be the easiest option. Uh, as yeah, soon man, as you but can. Yeah, that was really cool, dude. I got you on that for sure. Honda Civic is a cool, fun song, man. You know. No, I love it's that a, song. It's a bop. It kind of reminds me. I I had a Dodge Intrepid. Um, Back when I lived in Grand Rapids, yeah. that was just such a piece of shit. And he wrote a sick ass song about it. I did, yeah, I did. I forgot I wrote a song oh, about yeah, it. Featuring Lamar, uh, I forget his last name. 
You know what was wild? Okay, we I, that song never released, but it the I think I might still have it somewhere. But Lamar, I can't remember his last name. Really talented rapper in, in uh, Grand Rapids. I wish I could remember. Might have been Lamar Jackson. It might have been Lamar Jackson. I didn't want to say that because I was like, is it that sounds the, racist. Yeah, is that a racist assumption? His <laughs> last name's Jackson. I think it was Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but um, he rapped as the car. He was from incredible, the perspective dude. of the, from oh the perspective of the car. He's like it, talking about the tires being burnt out and like the engine. Yeah, being, yeah, it was yeah. crazy. So yeah, so he was. He's Damn, a that's dude. that was a legendary verse. From I, that have guy. Like, I have like I have this Jackson. photogenic like memory of Alex wearing like a gray hoodie with Lamar in the basement of the house that we lived in, rapping that song for like fifty people, and it being like super hard just being like whoa this is crazy dude it was the most creative oh, yeah. shit ever i was really blown away back then um but your song's pretty song good too <laughs> <laughs> no yeah the rowdy rules dude um we really appreciate you doing this i kind of wish that you were here so we could just hug but you're gonna be oh, here dude, soon man um what's uh what's yeah, your I'll be there before you know it what's your prep looking like for this show tonight um you, you meeting up with the boys and doing some practice later uh jack lives with me so we're that's convenient down there man about six o'clock i know i'm just gonna have some beers probably have myself a little pre-show shower shave you know Damn, shave her up we used to get so nervous before shows and and i still do we haven't done a show in a while we did one a couple uh, a year and a half ago yeah. or no it was like two years ago now at this point but i was nervous as hell for that as well so i assume i would still get nervous before a show um but you're just like cool as a cucumber right now that's uh that's that's yeah, i'm yeah. honestly it's it's infuriating it's, well, I tell you, the open mics, man, doing those open mics really helps keep the rust knocked off, you know, because you get used to the nerves and used to how to – because I still have yeah. nerves. I just deal with them fine, you know. But doing those open mics, I do like one or two every week, and so I'm used to just being Damn. on stage. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Shit crowds and good crowds and all this different stuff. Well, and also I think just getting that, getting that practice of playing under the pressure is good, whereas when you're – Yeah. It's just open mics for rap – is way more cringe in my opinion. Like when you're actually playing an instrument, I'm like, oh yeah, cool, you're playing an instrument. But like any loser can just rap over a song. I, I think that was part of it. I think there was a part of it that was just like, I'm just up here and there's some guy pressing play behind me. No, it's embarrassing. Just, it, like the early stages of attempting a rap career are humiliating because of how many losers <laughs> ineffectively do it. And it's highly likely, statistically, that you're one of those losers. <laughs> and you don't even know how to play. Almost guaranteed. Yeah, and you're not even demonstrating any kind of musicality or skill because you don't even have an instrument. So, like, there is no evidence of you being skilled in any way when you're on there. Whereas when you pull up with a guitar, you're like, well, no matter how fucking stupid I am, I can play this and it sounds good. And you're sitting down there and can't do it. So go fuck yourself. So I think that's where a lot of the nervousness comes. <laughs> I think that's where the nervousness comes from. If you're rapping, you're just some fucking loser rapping. Oh, it could be any song. Like these half of these dudes got all of their fucking main vocals and ad libs still in the track, oh, yeah, and they're like pointing the I mic at the. I don't vibe with that. I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I would, I was, I would take so much pride in rapping all my lyrics word for word over the beats, like practicing my breath work, like. It, it, that's the hardest thing is the assumption that most likely based on a on on the on the odds probably yeah. you're a fucking loser whereas if you're playing an instrument you know at least i know how to play this instrument i don't know man there's a lot of guys with a fucking guitar you know 
No, you're right. I get no, it. but you, of, well, you know, obviously well, you're a, a little bit better no, than no, most of you them. are. <laughs> that's the thing. It, we know you don't suck. Yeah, that's that's uh, honestly, there's like, uh. Like I could see you like being a millionaire guitar player oh, from yeah. this shit. Like you're really fucking good, Raz. Like I like it's it's one of those things where I I I, I see this potentially blowing the fuck up. Um, For sure, no. And the and the songwriting is unique. You obviously have the technical skills, so it's like it is a fact man. that you are not bad at this, and that you're actually pretty good, and that it's relatable. I've hit up Raz offline, not to fucking jerk him off on camera offline i've been like yo <laughs> you're the man this rules i think it's good that this happened um and that's com that's the complete truth i think there's a reason that you're moving in this direction and hopefully you drive off in that bus and never go back to michigan oh and when you when you get down so, here in november come you guys should come with like a song that i could shoot for you guys because i want i just i, I love ju that dude. i just got a, a ronin stabilizer and i need to use it more yeah. and it's 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 fucking incredible uh, yeah. i'm getting some of the best shots i've ever gotten and i suck at it so once i'm good at it i'm gonna practice. be getting some wild shit <laughs> fuck yeah man yeah dude i uh i'm definitely down and uh if i end up making a million dollars off this guitar shit i'll get uh marble st face statues of both of you Made. I've been I'll I've been telling people I have a face that should be carved in marble. Say that again, Raz. It's cool. Hey, man, we can get we can get it going. I'm, I want to I want to have it so the the mouth cracks open like and there's a button in there like in uh, Batman. Oh man, bro, I just I just started. Uh, I watched two episodes of the original Batman TV show. Dave and I watched the original oh, Adam yeah. West movie a couple <laughs> years ago, and it's like hilarious. It's yeah, one of the yeah. funniest comedy movies ever. Um, and I thought that the show would be kind of like that as well. And it is. It's definitely, if you, it's a good time to you get high, watch that show. It gets yeah, a little dude. exhausting. I think the movie's the best version of it. You gotta it. get very high. There's, yeah, you gotta get really fucking high. By the third episode, I was like, there's a lot of puns in this show. There's so many goddamn Man, puns. I don't have enough weed to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> his his his, his stuff, utility man. belt has literally everything you could possibly need. It's very <laughs> funny. Fuck but. yeah! They, you see the one they, where they're flying in the helicopter and uh, Batman goes down to get on this boat and then the boat disappears. He gets a, a shark is like biting on him and it's the goes, shark repellent. Robin, hand me the shark boy. Yeah, the shark repellent. <laughs> down, no, that's in the movie. That's from the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a great scene. In the movie. Yeah. yeah that's a Bob, dude. Uh, oh yeah, and. Uh, I, they may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. When, uh, when the the people in the bar are are they, something something bad has happened in the bar, yeah. and Robin is like, "What? We're gonna save them? The drunks?" And Batman's like, "We have to." Oh <laughs> what a good guy! Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, for guy, sure, man. Yeah, and Robin wanted to kill him. He wanted to let them all die. That's crazy. Holy shit. Uh, Robin's like the uh, old school Kid Rock man. When Kid Rock found out about the Bud Lights, yeah, yeah. Although he got caught, you seen him? He got caught sipping a Bud Light oh, at an yeah, event dude. or something. I was dying, bro. <laughs> Yo, my mom is anti Bud Light. I, I like. I I kind of think oh, it's it's funny um, because I just don't think of it. it it's weird to like. I brought a pitcher to the table, and the pitcher had the Bud Light logo on it. And immediately, my mom is like, "What? What are we doing drinking this?" I was like, "I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind." It's still it was beer. Like, it's just like we're here to drink beer out of a pitcher because it's cheaper. His mom, it, might, it might not even yeah, be well, Bud Light in here. <laughs> his mom is also anti me. 
and this show and everything we stand oh, for. Shit. It's all right. Yeah, well, we don't need to we don't need to get too deep into it. Sorry, I was, <laughs> I was trying to be funny and now it sounds serious. <laughs> well, Rowdy, do you wanna what do you wanna leave the people with? Man, I don't know. Keep on keeping on. That's it, man. I've I've been fucking doing shit. I'll I'll be seeing everybody soon, hopefully on the road and check it out. Rowdy fingers, R O W D Y fingers spelled normal, you know. No uh, A Z. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, That's you know, I thought I really maybe appreciate you guys having me here. I I uh fucking it's, I love you guys. I'm stoked to have uh, hung out with you and see, and be on the podcast once again. I'm glad you guys are still ripping it. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, we love you, Raz. This was a this was a much better uh, appearance than our last time we had you on, if I recall. The yeah. audio was even more fucked. Um, but I think we've we've, yeah. we've ironed out some of the uh, the shit uh, over on our end. Slowly but, but yeah. surely. We love you, man, and thank you so much for being on and and uh, you know um, getting getting out those pre show jitters on our podcast. That was that was very Fuck nice. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah, man! Hey, well, we can it. we can yeah, definitely no, before we sign off. You know, I'd still have your sign that says uh, "Doing the impossible is the joy of Dude, living." Dude, my life by that. Fucking, it's all, it's all about you, boy. Hey, that is a uh, maybe we'll close off on the story of that sign. Um, <laughs> uh, we used to go to a Christian school, and uh, that is a very nice sign. It's like large and it's engraved, um, and it's a very nice wood, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and it was just in yeah. the corner of like the science lab in like a closet. And uh, we had an old friend, Sam, um, who uh, was kind of a wild card. Yeah. And he encouraged, uh, I think he stole it initially. And then he just let you take and then it. Oh, he shit. let, yeah. Um, I was present. I was his like lookout for him yeah, stealing yeah. it. Cause we had to like get it out of a window. You were, you were an accomplice. Yes. Um, but, but he was really the driving oh, force behind dude. getting that sign. And yeah, it's a good sign. It's, uh, I'm, it's, it's, it needed to be stolen because yeah, yeah, it yeah. was being wasted. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we paid way too it much was. money to that school. So we deserve that sign. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but we can, Hell we can keep yeah. the call going. Yeah, we we'll keep, just, we'll stop recording. We, we can chill for a second. If you want to, you know, talk off mic and, and, you know, say all the slurs that we haven't been saying. Yes, yes, yes. I'm down. We're and and just cunt this shit ass fuck. I drive a 1990 Honda Civic with 13 inch paint splatter rims and an undisputed will for living. Couple dings and dents, got a few screws missing, but she's the only stick I'm shifting. I say, oh baby, thank you for the miles that you've given My eyes admire your faded paint I love to get that drive shaft spinning You got the key to my heart I've got the key to your ignition I love to gear you up Let's get to shifting She's my five-speed beauty Little trash, but ain't no floozy And she's bad, bad Never bougie, oh my lovely, rusty, trusty hoopty. I feel unruly at the wheel, oh babe, I love the way you move me. You could say her paint job is poop brown 
Maybe brown poopy hood is white, rims is ruby, ashtray full half of doobies. Don't get toothy and say, my boo's looking goofy. Oh, we're coming for you, drifting corners, how they do in movies. Skirt, skirt. White knuckle whipping down every road we've driven. We done shitted on the haters with our old school style and wicked disposition. They can suck it. We're out here doing bumps and getting blunted, ducking any police officer that thought they're on to something. She's my five speed beauty. A little trash, but ain't no floozy. And she's bad, bad. Never my lovely, rusty, trusty hoopty. I feel unruly at the wheel. Oh, babe, I love the way you move me. I drive a 1990 Honda Civic with 13-inch paint splatter rims and an undisputed will for living. Couple dings and dents, got a few screws loose and missing, but she's the only stick I'm shifting. Said she's the only stick I'm shifting. Yeah, she the only stick I'm shifting. Thank you now. Yo, thanks so much, everyone. Jared, Dave, Noah, the whole place, all of you.